What's up, 20? Yeah. <laughs> it's just me. It's Jerry. <laughs> well, he introduced himself. I was going to wait and do a whole introduction, but... Sorry. Yes. Jerry Misael is here with us today. Alphonse is not here, as promised in the last episode. I would be taking over today with one of my good friends, and the good friend I chose is Jerry. Jerry, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. You know, I did a interview with uh, Alfonso earlier to just kind of talk about my work that's already here, which is tension. Sorry, here. I'm going to do a shameless plug. What's here? CCTV, right? CCTV, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see it, it is, yeah, it's here. Yeah, so Jerry has an exhibition currently up at my workplace, um, Cambridge Community Television. So if you guys are in the Boston area, Cambridge, Boston area, definitely check it out. It looks awesome. Very contemporary. And we've been getting a lot of good feedback on your work. People keep saying it's very contemporary and it belongs in the Contemporary Museum. I would like it to be, you know. But I'm just saying. Hey, you know, I'll, I'll revisit that. I feel like that's <laughs> that body of work is something that I like. I put away for a little bit. Yeah. But I'll come back to it. It looks awesome, you guys. If you're in the area, definitely come through. So, yeah, Jerry was already in the building today um, mm -hmm. doing something with Alfonso. So I figured, hey, let's kill two birds with one stone and hang out a little bit, but also do a little podcast, which we've been promising for a while. That's so true. today's podcast is sort of part two of... Um, Alfonso and his friends Annie's podcast from three weeks ago at this point. Um, the podcast was around fear and failure, sort of. Um, mm -hmm. I had a hard time, so I listened to the podcast. And to be completely honest, I really enjoyed it. But a lot of the fears that Alfonso and Annie mentioned were my fears. So a part of me was like, huh, do I even want to do this podcast? Because it feels like we're just going to repeat things that we that were already stated. But the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, well, our fears are similar but different and in our own ways. So we're going to talk about fears, but we're also going to talk about mental health a little bit. Because Jerry and I, <laughs> we always talk about mental health. I'm out of breath. You're out of breath. Take a deep <laughs> breath. You know, it's okay. Like, no, nobody's rushing you. you know, take, Today take is one time. of those days, you guys. I'm like so You're anxious. just out of it. Yeah, I'm anxious and I'm out of it. It's okay. Well, that's why we're, you know, we're here. This we're going to talk about this sort of stuff. Yeah. So. so today was a good day to run into Jerry because we always talk about mental health and I feel really like I can be really True. vulnerable around you and I hope you feel the same Absolutely. around me. So today is going to be fears slash failures. Um, and so then a little therapy session <laughs> with Jerry. Um <laughs> Hopefully yeah. you guys learn a lot from us and from and you can relate. So should we start? Hell yeah. Okay, so we're going to use the same format as Alfonso and Annie where we're going to list three of our fears and then we're going to just talk about it and go from there. Okay, but like our first fear, we both have the same one, which is <laughs> Yes. Ready? 1 2 3 Failing, failing in life. life. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I feel like that's such a common fear for so many people in general, but definitely people in their 20s. Failing in life is like, oh. <laughs> Who do I hear? Oh, I hear Alfonso in the distance. <laughs> as much as the studio is soundproof, you can, Alfonso's voice is very out there, so you can hear him. 
Anyways. Little mini feature. Huh? No, I said little mini feature. I don't get it. Because of his voice. It's his... It's... Never mind. You just forget it. Just forget <laughs> I'm it. I'm so forget slow. It. No, it's okay. Ugh, today is one of those, those days. Um. Anyways, failing in life. What do you mean by that? When you when you first wrote it, what did you? What were your first thoughts? I feel like failing in life is like this universal problem that like most of us in our age group tends mm-hmm. to deal with, um, especially kind of coming out of college. I feel like it's the biggest thing because it's like, you know, you're kind of worked up to be like, oh, you got to be the best or you got to be the best version of yourself. And then you're kind of thrown into this competitive uh, field where you kind of have to just be like the best person to get whatever job or career path that you want. Mm -hmm. And just thinking about that is like, holy shit, like that's, I don't know. That gives me so much anxiety when I think about that. and obviously it's like I look back at like my parents coming from like an immigrant family. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest things where it's just kind of cemented into me where it's like I can't fail because look at like what my family did in order to get me yeah. to where I am now. So mm-hmm. That's so real. I think the f- like family aspect is definitely like has a huge play in how I feel about failure, but also like comparison too. I feel like. In today's world, it's so easy to compare yourself. Like you're not, if you're not doing the biggest, hottest thing in town, and someone else that you know is, you automatically compare yourself, and you're like, okay, what am I doing wrong? I'm definitely failing at something. What is wrong with me? <clears throat> and I think that's like a lot of the mindsets of people in their twenties, which is unfortunate. You know, it's it, there's just so much room for comparison in this world, and I wish it wasn't like that. Because we all, we all have our own paths, then it's not going to be the same for everyone else. I mean, do you think that that's because of, like, also the the aid of, like, social media? Totally. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like you're we're constantly on our phones. Yeah. Um, like, let's be real. It's like we're probably on TikTok or IG. Yeah, we wake IG. up and we're on our phones. We go to sleep and we're on our phones. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I find myself comparing like my life to a lot of like people my age like okay a silly example is like kylie jenner right mm-hmm. who i mean she was born into money so that's already a huge difference between us True. but you know she's a billionaire and she's 25 years old i'm a freaking <laughs> nobody compared to her and we're basically the same age so mm-hmm. it's like i don't know it's difficult not to compare yourself when that's like the the type of thing that you know the type of people that are out there mm-hmm. obviously again different upbringings but well i, I think know. it's if also like <coughs> i didn't mean to cut you off but like i feel like that's just <coughs> like them showing their their you know you're you're only getting a glimpse of their life that's true. of like what they're allowing you to see that like, that's the only thing true. that i realize about like social media and even like me now like i'm i'm planning to take a break from social media just because mm-hmm. i'm like i'm tired of looking at everybody else's life and then kind of feeling like damn i need to be on my a game or i need to be doing and when it's like i shouldn't be i should just be like moving at the pace that i want to move at and Mm -hmm. like do the work that i want to do and not feel like there is pressure under under me when it's like the only person that's applying that pressure is myself so it's like why am i doing that yeah and that i realized that like social media is kind of like in and it's like I don't know. It's like just it affecting. enhances, yeah, the 
the way that you feel that's so real yeah yeah so i think that's my one thing with failing in life like failing in life professionally failing in life in my romantic life failing in life as a daughter as a sister you know like disappointing people <laughs> yeah. i know that's like one of your fears so that is another one of my fears um, we can jump into that if you're if you're, oh, yeah. if you're down <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think with me, it's just more of, like, I've lived with my family for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with them, especially, like, with my dad, it's, like, it's always so hard to be connected with him. Um, he kind of gr- grew up with, like, a more old-school Latino machismo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I'm Salvadorian, and that's, mm-hmm. like, my background. And obviously, you know, I was born there. And then I moved here when I was, like, a little kid, like, four years old. And ever since that, it's like I've been connected with my mom. She was kind of like the one figure in my life that's like really been present. Um, Not to say that my dad isn't present. It's just that like. But she's emotionally present. Yeah. Yeah. Like my dad is is harder to talk to about like when it comes to my art, Mm -hmm. um, that sort of stuff. Like that's I think the biggest fear for me is like I I always want to be like, oh, like dad i did this project or like dad i got featured in this and it's like you know are you proud of me sort of thing and it's like it's so silly to like think of that and and to want that that reassurance um but it's like very real but it's because it's like that's my that's my connection yeah you know your first connection with anybody i think is is always gonna be you know who raised you Mm -hmm. whether that's your parents caretaker whoever it is it's like that's your first contact um so so you want to make them proud. Yeah. Yeah, that's But sometimes making them proud doesn't look the same to them, you know? Yeah. Like I relate to that so bad um with like art stuff cuz coming from a Latino culture, it's very hard to be taken seriously when it comes to art making. I mean, when I tell people that I went to art school and what my major is, my degree, <sighs> oftentimes people like chuckle or like don't understand and they're like okay so what exactly are you gonna do with that and when are you gonna make money exactly you know? and like, it's that's like, like the that's like the such one a thing. like close-minded perspective but i don't blame them i guess um sorry <laughs> just did just... ASMR. <laughs> sorry just drinking some water um i've been talking all day but yes uh yeah you're popular around here today Hey, you know. We're we're getting every little bit of Jerry while we have him here. <laughs> I'm showing love. Yeah. I'm here. And there's so much love for you, Jay. Thank you. But yes, disappointing the parents and I think just disappointing people that you love in general, right? Or is yeah. that true? I'm speaking for you. <laughs> you speak I mean, I is that something for you though? I guess. Like do you yeah. feel like you, you that's like a fear for you is that you don't wanna disappoint others? Yeah, like I mean, oh, man, if you know me, you know I'm a people pleaser by nature, by accident. Like, I really don't want to be this way, but yeah. I'm not talking about people pleasing. Like, I will pretend to be someone else to please you. Like, definitely not. Mm. I'm always true to myself, but I always prioritize people's well-being and um, how they're feeling in that moment over how I'm feeling. So this goes for my friends and my boyfriend and my family in some ways like i'll take a lot of shit just to make people happy um so yes i think disappointing people that i love is a big one but like 
you know, it's so silly because, like, if people love you, you're not going to be a disappointment ever yeah. unless something really bad happens and, you know, whatever, like, there's history. But, yeah. Do you feel like you... It's a big you, one for me. Do you find yourself pleasing people more lately than you have for yourself? Yeah. Yeah, and we'll talk into... <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> we should probably crying. talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Cause totally. Like... I, I'm, I'm in this... I'm so, ugh, English. I'm in such a weird headspace mm-hmm. right now in my life. 2022 has been the hardest, most challenging year I've ever had to overcome. I mean, I haven't... The year hasn't finished, but I'm already speaking in the future. I mean, or the pre- the past. <laughs> we're about to hit what December tomorrow, which yeah, is wild. So I mean, the year is you know it's wrapping up. It's it's getting there. I yeah. feel like we're gonna start to reflect back on like uh, what we did. I started my reflections so. today, and that's why I feel like poop, because I'm like I didn't do anything this year. All I did was like disappoint myself. <laughs> like that sounds so dark, but that's really how I view like my life currently i just i feel like there's no there's nothing for me to look forward to currently Mm. do you know what i mean like obviously in an artificial level there is a lot to look forward to like i have a really nice apartment Mm -hmm. and like i'm so really nice (laughs) it's really like convenient right so those things but like emotionally i am not there i haven't been there in you feel disconnected a little over a year yeah yeah so disconnected and like something that you always mention is um what is it when you're like out of touch with reality what is that word they dissociated use? yes yeah that's that's been me literally jerry the whole since year december of last year i'm not kidding that's that's yeah that's uh, that's scary because then you, i feel like you start to lose yourself you know it's like and i what, did yeah <laughs> i'm like it's so good to talk about this because yes, I I lost myself this year. I'm I don't even recognize this person that's speaking right now. Like obviously I do. I'm not like completely out of my mind. <laughs> I still know like myself mm-hmm. and people that I love and things I believe in. But right, right. Emotionally, I'm so disconnected, and this all began last December, and I remember exactly how it began. Um, I was I had a really bad anxiety anxiety attack in December of last mm-hmm. year. And that's when I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression and OCD. So um, ever since then, it's been it's been really rough. I've been medicated, but it's, I know been, you it's mentioned, been quite the journey. Yeah, <laughs> I know you mentioned therapy. Yeah, um, I did therapy let, for a while. Yeah, but I can't afford it currently, so I had to stop it. I'm prioritizing paying my bills and yeah, doing all these other things. I feel like that's another thing, too, that kind of adds to that stress, especially for, like, you know, us within this age group, you mm-hmm. know, being in our, like, mid to late 20s, you know. That yeah. I, I feel like there's the pressure from everybody else being like, oh, you got to get your shit together because, like, you know, you're getting into that adult age, you know, that Fuck sort that. of stuff. And it's like there's a bills, there's, like, reality kind of setting in where it's like yeah, no, no, no. in a weird way it it almost kind of kills your mood. Mm-hmm. where you feel like oh damn like i don't really have the energy to do what i wanted to do um and i feel like that's also just influences from the outside world yeah um and i guess it's like what is the outside world maybe like social media 
or people that you know that are maybe have a different mentality from you and it's also affecting like your mood where it's like oh i should get on those bills or i should go this but at the same time it's like it's so hard to remind ourselves to kind of take care of ourselves that's like at the end of the day it's like we are the ones that should be happy for whatever it is that we do and it's like that's why and we only have ourselves you know at the end of the day yeah it's like obviously your friends are there your family's there or whoever it is that supports and loves you um is gonna be there but you also have to be there for your own self and Mm -hmm. that i feel like is the greatest feat that you have to you know kind of and if you lose yourself it's it's scary yeah it's scary do we want to segue into that into the mental health part (laughs) well we didn't finish our fears hold on (laughs) maybe briefly we can do you have any more no that was it that was all (laughs) i wrote down (laughs) okay he didn't do the assignment you guys because it's three but it's okay i only Um, have two i don't really good for you honestly i think it's because it's like fearless like mass art the school we went to yeah (laughs) i think it's like for me i've always just kind of faced things like head on and low-key i just kind of go as i as i go and and figure it out figure it out yeah because it's i don't know life is just full of so many uncertainties that Mm -hmm. it's like yeah we can be prepared for it mentally and maybe physically whatever but when it actually happens, you so never know. Some people just don't know what to like do, and That's then they just like deer in a headlight sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I've just kind of been like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just send it. I wish I was like you. I overthink literally everything. Like, I wake up and I'm overthinking what's gonna happen today. Mm-hmm. I eat my French fries and I'm overthinking like how bad these French fries are for me and whatever. Like how it's gonna kill me in ten years. No. Okay, no, knock on wood. One, two, three. You that are is not, not. No, I am negative these days. I'm so. Negative. We're gonna we're gonna flush <laughs> it out. We're gonna flush it out. We're gonna. It's I'm gonna, gonna get have a better. Therapy it's, session. It's gonna get better to the public eye. Well, here are my other two fears, you guys. Death, um, either mine or people who I love who are close to me, and that includes my family, friends, people mm. that I know. I mean, people that I know, it's inevitable. You know, everybody's going to die, but especially people that I care about. That's a big, big fear. And being alone. Mm, Damn, being alone. I never really thought of that one. Well, here's why I have a fear of being alone. When I was young, I went through a really bad trauma where my mom left for several years to pursue a career in another continent. She was still pretty much in touch with us. as much as she could be but in that moment that's when my trauma began because I felt so alone and uh, you know I was I was like six years old so I don't remember any of these things but now as an adult it's really like I can see all these patterns and it translates into my life now Uh, Mm -hmm. same thing with my dad my dad was there but barely you know it was really just me and my brother who I have a really strong connection with these days Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, the, the root of the problem. That's where I started. And it's weird. I say being alone is a fear, but I also like being alone sometimes. Like, um, I just contradicted myself. But like, I mean, there's a difference, though, right? Because there's alone and then there's solitude. That's true. You know, and those mm. are two very different things. Like, uh, alone is like the f- that fear yeah. of like, oh, my God, I don't want this person to leave. Or I don't want to be left yeah. alone because who knows what might 
thoughts are gonna you know one day can consume me yeah that sort of stuff um i think your solitude yeah explain solitude so (laughs) (laughs) i think that's just being uh comfortable with being by yourself yeah um it's not necessarily being alone it's just more of like you you value your own time Mm -hmm. and you can value that time by yourself like you don't have to have you know your partner i feel like most of the time solitude um can be associated with like your partner with with your significant other whoever that is um and people find that maybe weird where it's like oh you're gonna go and eat by yourself and it's like yeah yeah i can do that yeah because it's like i'm (laughs) confident in myself enough to be like yeah i should have a meal to myself Mm because why not it's like treat myself out people do that that's a good example yeah i do that all the time yeah and and that's yeah exactly i feel like it's a mood lifter because it's like damn like i did that like i did that by myself it's small little you know it's small things like that i feel like that just adds to your mood sure and i feel like it's reassuring for your own self to know that Mm -hmm. damn i love myself to the point where i can go out by myself and feel okay and feel okay and not feel like you're relying on somebody else yeah okay good explanations thank you (laughs) round of applause for jerry (laughs) thank you um (laughs) yes i am okay with being alone at times but I think my fear is really just being left alone forever. Like I want to always have people around me, whether that's maybe not physically around me all the time, but knowing there's people in my life who care and love me. But Mm -hmm. I'm also okay. Like I live alone. And again, that's been a big root of the problem for me is living alone with this fear of mine. Because I spend so much time with just myself and my cat. And thank God for my cat. God bless her because she really... Your cat is the fucking cutest yes she oh my is God. if you guys are hip to who my cat is uh her instagram is at mochi like the ice cream yep. please give her a follow yes um she's but adorable she doesn't speak you know and i miss speaking <laughs> sometimes <laughs> she doesn't meow at you she meows but like we could have a conversation i mean she'll meow and i'm like what's happening and she'll meow back and then i'm like okay and then it's over um mm. But I forget where I was at with this. <laughs> no, where but. you feel like you're the fear of of having people, you know, in your life, feeling yeah. alone. I guess feeling like people are going to leave me. I hate that, that feeling. Because mm-hmm. so many people have left me. Like, yeah, I was going to say that does sound like a root of yeah. of a childhood trauma. Yeah. You know. You know, it, you know I don't blame my mom for this because she's awesome and she did what she had to do. But I can't help it can't help my feelings but those are my my fears and death i mean death is just like a no-brainer i think everybody has that fear in the back of their minds you know life is so uncertain literally somebody could be here with you today and not be here tomorrow you know you you never know so definitely don't take life for granted because every day is precious yeah especially with like covid yeah you know it's like you're hearing other friends like stories of like how maybe they lost somebody in their life and it's like horrible yeah it's like i feel like for me the only death recently was probably like my dog passing Mm -hmm. and like obviously you you know it's hard to compare that to a whole human being passing in your life no but Uh, that must be so heartbreaking i'm sorry 
Yeah, and like obviously, like it it was very hard. Like the day of, and like you know, a few days afterwards, it was just it just felt it it felt <clears throat> weird because it's like you're now readjusting and to life without to, them. Yeah, mm. so it's like, what is that life like? And then I think that just makes you think of like mortality, where it's like, damn. Uh, like you should let's appreciate everybody that's in our life because you just never know you never know yeah there's been so many deaths of people that i know not particularly like related to me or who are very close to me but people like from cambridge like recently my <clears throat> old boss passed away and it was it, it was so sad to find out like he was older but even even then you know it's like life is so precious and you think of like this person might have been okay yesterday, but then something happened today, yeah. and now they're no longer here. It's so, so scary to think about. But yeah, death. It's a scary. It's a scary subject. It is. You know? I hate it. Ever since I was a kid, I used to hate talking about death because if you really think about it, like, what are we even doing here? You know, like. <laughs> Not to be that person, but like we're just existential. Floating. We're getting into the existential part. That's how my brain works every day i'm like what is our purpose here like we're literally just in a floating ball in the middle of like a galaxy full of so many different things that we don't we haven't even explored one bit i feel like i can't get like too deep into that for my <laughs> own self though and the only reason why is because then i start to just like overthink yeah. i just overthink and i feel like anxiety is like thinking about the future right yes. like of the these different scenarios of like what if what if this happened or like mm -hmm. why did this happen yeah or that like you're just thinking too much of the future and like what <laughs> anything can go wrong at any moment sort yeah, of thing and you're just freaking out and <clears throat> i don't like that for, for that me feeling. so i've like try to condition myself to not really think <laughs> greater than whatever is in front of me Okay. Something that, like, my mom told me, um, I think this was probably, like, a month ago, where I was stressing out so hard, where it was just like, oh, I got to do this. I need to pay this bill, and, like, I have to go, and, like, I need to settle this debt or whatever. Like, there's just, uh, there, I was just going through mad, mad shit. That's me currently? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, what did your mom say? Please, mom, help me. <laughs> and my mom was just telling, <laughs> she told me, she was like, well, split it by the day she was like just whatever it is that you're gonna tackle tomorrow just focus on that one thing like mm -hmm. i know it's like easier said than done obviously like you know you can't help but overthink about like well what about the next week or whatever right um but i just kind of prioritized whatever it was that i had to do that one day that was gonna be my task for that one day and it's just i feel like once you do it it's almost like a little boost, you know? It's, it's, yeah. it, it's self-rewarding because you can at least tell yourself, like, I did that. I and accomplished I was able, this, yeah, yeah, I was able to accomplish that one thing off of my checklist. Now I have all these other things. Mm -hmm. And it's like if, when you split it up like that, it just makes it a little bit easier to just navigate through your day and just get through the day a little bit easier. So, Good point. That's what she told me. That's the thing with me. My anxiety consumes me. It eats me alive. Okay, if anxiety, if you can picture anxiety as like a Pac-Man, a huge Pac-Man, like with like devil ears or something. It's just following you. Horns, not ears. <laughs> it's following me every day behind me and it's eating a little bit of me every single second of the day. Well, what are you doing to, to treat that? Nothing. Nothing. Nada. Absolutely nada. Didn't you used to go on walks? Yes. Thing of the past. 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> I sound so negative. No, I hate no. being so negative. It, you, you can't. You can't stop beating yourself up. Okay. I literally. We can't. we. I feel like we all we all have our highs and we all have our lows. Life Girl, is not just one like direction. Linear, yeah. yeah, it's not a linear thing. It's like you're always gonna. I just feel like feel I've been high, so. Low. I've been in my lows for the past year. And if you've been with me every day, like Alfonso has, for instance, because he's my coworker, so naturally we're always together. Mm. He knows how down I've been. And I'm literally just surviving the day, every day. And obviously there are days that I'm like really high. Like I went on a wonderful vacation with my partner recently. That was really awesome. But even there, I was like having some struggles with mental health. You know, it's I literally cannot help it. But anyways, to answer your question, I don't walk very much anymore. Um, and that is really sad to me because I used to love walking. If you knew me from the past, you knew I loved walking. And that was my form of exercise a lot of days. But now I live so close to my job. I'm talking very close, you guys. I'm not going to tell you where exactly, but I'm very you close. Don't, you don't get to disclose all that. Yeah. I work very close, or I live very close to my job. And... My whole world is within two blocks, like literally. Yeah. Job that's a block away. Is a block away. Freaking the is a block away. The that I go to often is a block away. You know, is a block away. Not even a block. Yeah. So like. You're giving too many specifics. Yeah. People are gonna be like looking at the map of Boston, being like, "There." <laughs> I'm, that's where I'm she kidding. Lives. Is very far from my house. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'll bleep the... Okay, I'm bleeping. <laughs> Sorry, you will not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. No, I don't <clears throat> don't walk very much. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Spotify and Apple Music do this thing where it like they tell you how many songs you've listened to in the year or <laughs> how many minutes or whatever, like how many artists. Everybody's been doing that. Like, yeah, it's today. kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, oh, this is cool. And then when I saw everybody else's story, I was like, damn, I feel like deleting mine now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally did that today. <laughs> but anyways, I'm saying that because I did not listen to a lot of music this year. Like not as much as you, for instance, or a lot of people that I know. And that is because I simply do not walk enough. Like, the only mm. time I really listen to music is in the shower or when I'm walking. Well, I guess I listen to podcasts a lot when I'm walking, but music mm. too. And when I looked at, like, the amount of hours that I spent on listening to music, I was like, this is a shockingly low number. And that made me realize I need to start walking again. So that's my little TED Talk for the day. <laughs> make that Make that a thing. Like just listen to music. no, I mean no. that too. <laughs> Definitely listen to music. Music is great. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, sorry, not to interrupt you, but this man right here next to me, Jerry, mm -hmm. listened to six hundred and sixty-six, six 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 albums this year. Just albums. Can you guys mm -hmm. imagine that? That's a lot, yeah. the, bro. What? That's it insane. It, I think it's just because like I just love all genres. Um, still I'm just very, very open-minded <coughs> to, like, all sorts of genres. And I don't know music. if Apple Music means, like, listening to the whole thing, like, through it all, do you know? Or just, like, in like I don't know how, how like, they're, how they come up with those numbers. Insane. 666 is crazy. Just as a comparison, I only listen to 24. So Jerry is, 
I don't know. Are you one of those people that just has your headphones in all day? Every, yeah, every no, day. Okay. That's my thing. Because it's like, I think for me, it's like I'm always commuting everywhere in, in the city. That explains it all. Like, I feel like for you, it's so funny because I was complaining to one of my friends the other day about like infrastructure and like walkable infrastructures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like you guys hear my eyes? a little Sorry. ASMR. <laughs> yeah. Um, about like walkable infrastructures where I feel like it's, I don't know, I don't like to have a car that, you know, or required to have a car in order to get to a convenience store or yeah. to get to wherever. It's like, I don't know how people in like the, the Midwest or like Texas or horrible. South like be like be doing that. Cause it's like, I don't know. It's like, I want to be able to walk to a bodega and grab whatever it is I need to grab yeah. or go into the city without like needing to drive 30 40 minutes in order to just go insanity to depending on the be. car it's crazy yeah but anyways because of that like that's why i'm always like on listening to music um i also just like to keep i just like to be open-minded i think when it comes to just music and mm-hmm. so like, i feel like there's so many influences like most of the time i'm just listening to like hip-hop or like house music and would you say Sorry, not to cut you off, but already doing it. Um, Would you say that music is a form of therapy and mental health, like, for you? Does it help your mental health? Oh, absolutely. You know how many times I've cried to just listening to music? Holy. Mm -hmm. I'm sure this is relatable to a lot of people. Um, Everybody cries to probably a song that, you know, triggers them or makes them feel a certain way or whatever. Well, and you're a Gemini, so it makes extra sense. <laughs> don't don't be putting that out there, because I know some people will probably be like, "Oh, Gemini, that's so gross." <laughs> well, I'm partially a Gemini, so if you guys don't like Jerry, you don't like me. <laughs> you're a cusp. All right. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I I started the music topic, and sorry. No, it's okay. I just hit you, <laughs> and now here we are. Uh-huh. I don't even know why I was talking about music. Oh, because I don't walk enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make that a thing. You should set, like, destinations or, like, areas of interest that you're like, damn, I've never been to this part of Boston or this part of this city mm-hmm. and just go and do it. I feel like it's the same I have with... I force myself to do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the same with, like, let's say um, something relatable, like the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like everyone always has that struggle of, like, getting themselves to go to the gym for the first time in maybe a long time. And that is literally me. <laughs> where it's like I haven't been to the gym in months Same. and just looking back at old photos I'm like damn I used to be lean I was I was looking good and <laughs> shit I was taking care of myself even like I, I felt better and that's another form of therapy too oh the gym just, com- yeah. totally yeah you're physically working on yourself you're physically getting better you're taking care of yourself and, and I feel like at the end of every session you kind of come out being like Woo, like I feel good like mentally I feel good mm-hmm. and that's how I felt and one of the struggles is getting myself back into that, you know, the, that, that mode, yeah. that mindset. Yeah. And you'll get there. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the same thing with like you, like needing to go on walks, you know, and like you gym. just need to just <laughs> do that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you need a friend too. Are you, you inviting know? yourself? Am I inviting myself? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go on walks, Jerry. I'm down. No, yeah, for real. No, I'm totally down. Cause I would, I would just bring my camera. I feel like that was another thing too that That's I would do. That's true. Like, yeah. I would I just need take to get back camera. into that. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyways, um, 
what are some things that you're struggling with currently, like mentally, if you can name any? The biggest one, maybe. Depression. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I'm right there with you. I mean, yeah, because for me, it's like I'm diagnosed with depression um, and also with anxiety. Although my anxiety isn't as drastic as it used to be. Or when was as it intense. at its peak? Um, last year. Mm-hmm. Was it last year? Yeah. Yeah, in December. It was really. Yeah, was December really, really was really that month for us. <laughs> I mean, that was like really that was really bad for me. I feel like that's when my anxiety was was at its its peak. But also my depression. My depression, I think, was the 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 hardest one to. I remember combat. that. I remember that when yeah. you were going through that. Yeah, I made like a close friends mm-hmm. post and it was kind of like a cry for help in that moment um, just because I didn't know what to do with myself. I, I was just completely lost and I felt like I was like, damn, like, what am I doing? Like, no. what am I really doing here? And I just got super existential and I felt like, uh, like, I don't need to be here anymore. And I mean, obviously, so many of my friends and, and just like family members obviously reached out and we're like nah nah, you you gotta you gotta stay on this rock yeah we're gonna keep you here um and they did everything that they could and obviously like these are things that like you had at the end of the day like you still have to combat that yourself Mm -hmm. it's like you can have all the support all the love from the people that's around you but if you're not treating yourself right and or you're not keeping track of yourself um that's that gets scary it's easy to fall back into that dark hole yeah yeah, mm-hmm. so I think like that for me, uh, that was like my whole like December of last year was like that was the lowest that I've been in in so long, and it was scary because I was like, holy shit! I was like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I don't even know what I did to kind of get myself out of it. Um, I remember you're hanging out with people all the time. Yeah, just talking to people. I mean, I think I was one of those people who you just talked to. Yeah, just seeing friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just seeing friends or or just. And I, I think you got back on your art too, right? You were like taking a lot more photos. Am yeah. I wrong? I forced myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the thing was, it's like I forced myself. Um, <coughs> one of the one of the things that I read on, I think it's the Real Depression Project. I think that's their Instagram yeah. handle. Um, I, you, I, you've sent me stuff. <laughs> yeah. So like, I look at that page like religiously. Um, just because there's so many things that are so relatable that I'm like, damn, like that is really me. Like I really do be self-inflicting, like, you know, intrusive thoughts into, into my, into my head. And it's just like. Intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Someone get her out of this earth. (laughs) We'll talk about her. Yeah. (laughs) So there's like this just stuff like that. But there was one post that I saw in particular where it mentioned about like mental health and. I was talking to one of my friends and I think that's when everything kind of clicked and he was telling me, he was like, oh, can you explain what like depression is? Because he was someone that like, mm-hmm. he, he had love for me. I mean, he still has love for me. I'm saying it like it's a past tense. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of just was like, can you explain like what it is? Because like, I don't fully quite get it. And I was like, well, it's with me for the rest of my life. Cause no. I'm like, I can't just, you know, it doesn't just automatically, like it's not a sad day where it's like, oh, okay, well tomorrow will be better. Like, don't you worry sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and he didn't quite understand that. And the more I kept talking about it, the more I was like, wait a minute. I was like, 
you know, it's like we have to realize we live with depression or whoever it is that you're, whatever mental health um, issues that you have for your own self, like obviously you have to remember that you live with that. That's never going to go away. But the best thing that you can do is how do you combat that or how do you Mm -hmm. prevent, you know, what are, what are the steps that you can take for your own self to prevent, you know, your depression from getting really getting low or, you know, how do you prevent yourself from dissociating and letting that, you know, bleed into being depressed and like preventative things, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's what you want to focus on. Knowing your triggers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that obviously that does take, you know, some therapy sessions and not everybody can afford therapy. And I and I completely understand that. But, you know, it's also you have friends, you have family or whoever it is that you feel like you can trust um, and just go to them. That's and, what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty much a therapy session right here. <laughs> and hopefully whoever is listening can relate to it. Yeah. And know that if you're going through anything that we're mentioning or uh, maybe we're not mentioning, but you s- somehow landed here and you feel connected to it. Thank you for listening and know that you're never alone. Never, ever, ever. That's or true. Always. If if it's not me, Jerry, or Alfonso, there's people out there who love and care for you. Yeah, if you're listening. <coughs> and, and, holy <coughs> shit. Damn, girl. I'm trying. To, I was trying to get all deep and like l- loving. <laughs> I'm just so passionate about this topic that I started choking. Oh my god, you spooked me. <laughs> okay, continue. Let me let me sip on my drink. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, I'm passionate about this. Okay, it's sorry. Okay. C- carry on, carry on, Jerry. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, like, don't don't you know, if you're listening, uh, you're not alone, and uh, where you can listen back to this podcast or whatever or other podcasts, and yeah, yeah. just know that you are loved, you are heard, and. Uh, you're seen. Yeah, things things may be rough on whatever it is that you're you're going through, but it's temporary. It's temporary. I feel like that's the one thing that I always have to tell myself. Yeah, it's me like too. this is temporary. That's the one thing that like heals me for the time being. Yeah. It's like a you put a band-aid on it and you're like, Okay. This is temporary. But yeah. here's the other thing with depression, like you're saying, we live with it, right? Yeah. I never knew I had depression. I always like suspected it, but I never got to a low, low point in my life where I was like, holy crap, like I need to be medicated or I can't control this anymore until last year, December of 2021. Mm-hmm. It's when I got really diagnosed and um, started like talking to my doctor about it, mm-hmm. got medicated. Um what I was saying is I really like that you, you mentioned that because it's I feel like there's so many misconceptions about depression. People think that it's a joke sometimes or they don't understand it and they think that it's just a bad day. But no, it's with you all the time for the rest of your life. It's like I almost like to think of it as like seasonal like weathers, I guess. Does that make sense? Like you put your coats away in the summertime mm-hmm. or you put your it's summer like a coat that you're wearing. Yeah, you put your summer clothes away for a little bit, but you yeah. know it will get back. Like you get back to it eventually. It's always there. Yeah. Um. So that's like the way that I look at it. Thank you for for mentioning that because it's not. If you guys didn't know this about depression, it's not something that goes away overnight. Yeah. And it will probably never go away. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it, like I said, it's something that you live with. Um. It's just a matter of like how how do you live with it. You know. Yeah. Do you choose to accept it and make it your whole life? 
and you're just a sad ball of yeah. depression. Because you can let it consume you. Yeah. And there's been moments where I'm sure both you and I have let those moments happen where it just completely takes over and you're just like, what do I do? What do I do? And sometimes mm-hmm. like, like even like last year, right? In my lowest point, like I was having panic attacks like left and right. Like yeah. it was just really, really bad. Like I would just nonstop just cry, 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 cry. And sometimes you need to do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and but don't let it consume you. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like you can't, you just can't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. I'm sort of letting it consume me right now. But the thing with me, and when I tell people that I'm depressed and I have anxiety and have all these things, they're like, really? You you wouldn't, like, I couldn't tell. Because I put up this, like, persona almost, and I go on about my day. And people that really know me, they know that I'm not myself on that day. Like, I think you could tell at some point today I was just, like, getting annoyed and frustrated at everything um yeah you opened that door and i was like girl i see right (laughs) through you (laughs) uh yes real friends will will do that but um that's the thing with depression you can't ever assume that people don't have it just because they don't show it to the world i live with it it's in the back of my mind all the time and if you really know me you know that i'm not myself and i haven't been myself for the past year just be nice to people please Yes, that just be kind. Yeah, I mean that that should be a common sense thing, but some people, you know, need yeah. a reminder. Yeah, be kind. Uh, you never know what people are going through. Never, ever, ever. They could be like a Hollywood star and having suicidal thoughts, and you wouldn't know because they put up this persona. You know. Yeah. But anyways, um, very real, very very real, and I love talking about mental health with Jerry specifically. Thank with you. Most of my friends, but Jerry's. I mean, you. I feel like we relate because it's like we're. And you've been dealing with boat. it for longer than me, so. For you know, longer than I've known that I had it. Um, yeah. So it feels good to hear that. Since like high school. That it's yeah, it's possible to overcome it, for a little bit. You know, it's again, it's always there, but just to to see the positive side. Yeah. Of things, the light at the end of the time, though as they say yeah i think like what really helped me was mass arts um therapy like i should have taken advantage of that oh man now that if if you if you are in college and you have like a health center or whatever or even like high school is i don't know if high school is listening to this but i think so it's definitely more accessible (laughs) i mean yeah if you're in any sort of like institution you know um you should Take advantage of that if, if you guys free, have that access. You guys, yeah, I can't stress enough how they're professionals. You know, just because they're a therapist at an institution doesn't mean that they're any less good than your doctor. You know what I mean? Like you don't know these people's history. They can be so helpful, and they're a resource. Yeah. And boy, do I wish I took advantage of that. Oh my God! When I found out that we had therapy at Mass Art, I was like, hell yeah! Because remember how like sometimes they would bring in like like animals or pets or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and that a was a lot of like, colleges that yeah like. and then that was like your therapy is like right before finals it's like mm-hmm. okay go t- go touch the goat and <laughs> then come back and then finish your final <laughs> and it's like okay <laughs> you're just like obviously still stressed about everything it's like <laughs> they try they try they try yeah but i feel like actually having a therapist like a human being to talk to and like to just vent about that sort of stuff about whatever it is that you have like just 
let it all out yeah. like their their job is to kind of help guide you in the in the right direction for your own self mm -hmm. it's they're kind of pointing a mirror that's the way i saw it it's yeah. like my therapist was like holding a mirror to me and then it's making you look at yourself and be Just, like damn like i'm not proud of this version of me mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that that is going to be the only version of me and so it's yes, always preach. trying to yeah it's always trying to be a better version of your own self and therapy is a great way to kind of do that i remember my therapist i think our our first or second session mm -hmm. um she asked me about my dad like we were everything was going great and then the moment she was like so how are you and your dad i was like um and I just started bawling. Yeah. I just started crying. Like just they just know. Yeah, they just it just hit me. I didn't, and it was just a question. Yeah. But then, I felt I don't know. It was it felt relief mm -hmm. after the whole session. And not every therapy session I've noticed is is gonna be a good one. Oh. Like, you know, sometimes I come out of it and I'm like, who am I? <laughs> or like, what was the point of this today? I don't yeah. Know you, yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's important to keep up with therapy and be consistent. And I should listen to my own advice because I definitely don't. But it gets better. And I remember when I was like doing therapy for a while, she started asking me, like, it got to the point where she was doing like my family tree or whatever. And like, I had like assignments and I was like, ugh, this is so annoying. Like, I really, like, she would make me like dig deep into like my memories and I couldn't remember my memories so it was mm -hmm. like uncomfortable but you need to go through that in order to understand who you are now and how you're gonna overcome these feelings so yes therapy take yeah. advantage of therapy if you have the access to it you guys you Please. know what also helped for me and this is very unorthodox and I don't uh, I'm not telling everybody orthodox unorthodox yeah what a word I'm okay. not trying <laughs> I'm not trying to tell everybody to do this but shrooms <laughs> that should help me. we are not um what's the word encouraging yeah please, we are not encouraging any of this i'm just saying this is my <laughs> own experience um yeah. but based off of that i had i had a great trip and um, it helped you see clear i just felt so at peace um i think after coming out of it because it makes you look at yourself introspectively of like what you've done over the years or uh, mm -hmm. i don't know maybe that obviously everyone's trips are going to be very different from each other sure um but with mine in particular it was just i felt i was getting disconnected um there was just awkwardness and tension in the house between me and my dad and i just i was constantly kind of questioning like why is it that like you know I, anything that i do like i felt like it wasn't satisfying my dad Mm -hmm. And that goes back to the fears and failures, right? Where yeah, it's like, that's right. I don't want to let my family down sort of thing. And I always would, it's so silly to think like, damn, I, I want my dad's approval um, in order to kind of like feel satisfied or fulfilled in my life when in reality I shouldn't have to feel that way. Yeah. But I came out of it and I was like, damn, um, a lot of the issues or traumas that I've been through was because because of my dad it was all like kind of rooted to back to like my my dad and like how absent he was emotionally from from me mm -hmm. and how i was kind of like I, I wanted that i wanted to be emotional like with my dad i wanted him to be vulnerable um and obviously that's getting probably a little bit more personal yeah <laughs> but that was just like my my 
reflection of it. And I, I think it was just coming to terms with it. Mm-hmm. It was accepting that, like, okay, like, this might just be how my dad is. And, you know, it's like... And you have to accept it. Yeah. And hopefully do better if you decide to have kids, you know? Yeah. Um, do better than he did. Yeah. Whatever that means to you. But yeah. And I think that's that's the way that I saw it, where I was just like, well, <laughs> this this is just... This is life. It is what it is. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it is what it is. And I can't really do anything about it. But, you know, I tried. Yeah. I will say that I did try. That's the thing. You tried. And all you can ever do is try, you guys. To anything. This applies to literally everything in life. But if you tried and it didn't work out, you move on. Yeah. But good to know. Some people have wonderful experiences with drugs other people's hate <laughs> other people's <laughs> other mm-hmm. people hate it um mm-hmm. i'm definitely not in the category of uh, loving that type of stuff but more power to people that go through that and come out a better person i think that's so beautiful and i wish that was the case with me but fortunately it isn't i think one of the things <laughs> that i i've i i learned from that um, and this also applies to everything in, in terms of commu- communicating with other people like friends, um, mm-hmm. your your significant other, your family, your part, whatever, is like being empathetic, carrying yourself with empathy and also like, you know, sharing that empathy with someone else. Yeah. Um, communicating is a huge thing for me. Yes. Yeah, it's as simple as it sounds. With anybody. It could be your partner. I mean, definitely your partner. Uh, Family, friends, co-workers. Communication is so key to everything. Yeah. Transparency. Yes. That's the other thing that I I remembered. It's like, just be be transparent. Just be blunt. Um, Just be yourself. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) literally, literally just, just, just be yourself and be yourself in a very unforgiving way because someone out there is going to be like, damn, I like that person. Yeah. I want them in my life. Like everybody is meant for somebody else or, you know, you have your community. Yeah. There's going to be somebody out there that's going to love you. And for your path, like going back to the comparison, not everybody's, I mean, we're all in this journey together, this journey called life, but mm-hmm. everybody has different purposes and just, embrace who you are and what your purpose is and go from there yep well we're getting to the end of it do you have any final words based on the fears that we talked about mental health i know we said so much Mm -hmm. and i hope again that this was relatable to some people listening um again i always encourage people to talk to their friends (laughs) because it helps i really even like this this conversation has helped me a lot like i was having a really bad day and now i'm like coming out of it on a brighter note so thank you yeah do you have any any last comments Mm, practice empathy Practice empathy. Uh, practice that uh transparency communication go hand in hand with each other i feel like that's yeah those three things have honestly got me very far and think that's all i can really say <laughs> you know it's like, <laughs> no, I, I those are important things yeah thank you for sharing yeah um going back on the fears i just want to say that we are we tackled this topic on alfonso and i because we feel like we have a lot of fears and 
we often talk about it but i don't want you guys to think that fear is like and i have to keep reminding myself of this fear does not take over your life you can't let it consume you because if you do then you're just gonna live a really unhappy life because yeah. if you think about it i mean not to get things to be a little darker than they already are but I could go outside and get hit by a car and die right <laughs> like <laughs> you're not wrong we could yeah or it's a possibility i mean i could just choke and die right That's so if we if we let these fears consume our head and mm. again should listen to my own advice because i definitely have terrible intrusive thoughts it's the worst thing ever if i could get rid of her i would mm-hmm don't let fear consume you because then you just live a really unhappy life. There will be no purpose. You will not be able to see the bright side if you just let these things, these negative thoughts take over. Um, so as much as we're talking about fear and sharing and being vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, don't like let's just remind each other to the fears come and go and we have to overcome them. Mm-hmm. Right. Did Absolutely. I just say a bunch of nothing? I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I mean that makes sense. It yeah, does make sense. You can't you can't let certain things like stand in the way of whatever it is that you ultimately want to get done for yourself. Yeah. Um just know that you know whatever obstacle is in your way, that's just a temporary thing. And yeah. you're going to overcome it some way or another because that I think that's one of the beautiful things about being human. Mm-hmm. Is I feel like we don't give up. Yeah. We all have fears, we all have challenges but we get through them you know yeah. we we fortunately live in a world full of opportunities at least in america right i can only speak for it, the place that i'm currently yeah. living in we have so many opportunities we have so many resources let's just take advantage of them and for not sure. not let things eat us alive because they will yeah yeah well and with that i think it's time for us to go it's seven o'clock on a wednesday night (laughs) cue the music or whatever the (laughs) outro music yes i will work on that and hopefully this podcast will be out today producer (laughs) not yet we're not on that technology here at cctv Uh yet but hopefully soon cool um well thank you jerry so much for coming i love you so much it hurts it it hurts my little heart i have a lot of love for my best friends and jerry is definitely up there on the list of people that i love like as a brother so thank you for coming for sharing your story your knowledge and for being an awesome friend thank you for having me thank you guys for listening yeah if you listen until now comment or dm (laughs) me or something just what should they do what should they do you can you can dm us i guess but what should should they dm i don't know send Um, send me hearts send me heart emojis i don't know send send us love and we'll send you love back yeah (laughs) let's do that hearts or something okay uh we love you guys and we'll see you hopefully next week also really exciting things come coming on the way next month um from alfonso and i so be ready for that with that we are gonna go bye bye y'all